Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Musicians Cafe. My name is Brian Dick, and uh, we've got the neon open sign lit up. We're ready for you to come on inside and hang out with us for the next episode. And I'm right here with my trusty sidekick and co-host, a man who can run all day long on about three hours sleep and change a diaper in the middle of the night with one eye open. <laughs> it is a superpower, folks. Please welcome. It's Chris Baby Powder Gray. How you feeling, buddy? Not too bad, man. A little tired, like you said. Uh, last week, I definitely uh, botched my son's name on the podcast, uh, and it was he was maybe like three days old, so um, I would apologize to him, but he doesn't understand English yet. Uh, man, I'm doing great. We are, again, south of the border, aren't yes. we? I love going on. You know, there's something. There's, it's good to be, say things in no place like home, but being on the road, Chris, is a lot of fun. We are in a great place, man. Please share with everybody where we're at. Well, what a historic building that we walked into this evening, and we're going to hear all about it, but we are at the famous box office brewery here Woo-hoo. in Strasburg, Virginia. Famous. And with, wow. yeah, yes. Exactly. With none other than Tom and Mary Beth, the owners of this fine establishment. How are you folks doing, doing this great. evening? Doing great. great. Good, good. Thank you guys for being so gracious to let us do our show down here. We talk about you every week, and everybody that we talk to that plays here loves it, and why not? I mean, look at this place, folks. It, uh, you can't see it, I know, on the podcast. But if you've been here, you know how great it is. And if you haven't been here yet, shame on you. you got to get out here and check it out. What a great place. It's huge, first of all. And so many stories to be told about this. I read online today, so make your way down to Box Office Brewery. We start our show every week with the menu. And so I'm going to give Chris a shot at that thing. Here, Chris, you got it in hand. I'm going to let you... Give it a rip. You might have to give me a couple shots, like I said. <laughs> we'll uh, see how this goes. First off, the big venues, uh, Tally Ho Theater on the 24th. Now, that's Friday, correct? Mm-hmm. Friday. It is. Is the comedy night. And then at the Tally Ho on the 25th is Carbon Leaf, which is an indie folk rock concert. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty big, actually. They tour around the world. So they're, they're the real deal, for sure. Uh, Bear Chase Brewery, just over the mountain, uh, towards uh, the D.C., on the 24th, Connor Hitchcock, 25th, Hall Vote and Brad Doggett, and then on the 26th, Gary Smallwood. Uh, we're going to skip over Box Office Brewery right now uh, because we're going to hear a little bit yeah. about that later. Yeah, we're going to so feature that. have no fear. We will tell you everything going on here at Box Office as well. Backseat Bar and Grill right there uh, north of Winchester on the 25th is Colt Ford with Southern Charm. Yeah, that's a big show. That's the inaugural show. In the new venue, so they're looking forward to that, Chris. Do you know if there's any uh, tickets left? I do not know for sure. Um, I know they were selling briskly, but that's a big room, so I have to think there's probably still some left. They haven't posted anything on Facebook about being sold out. So Yeah, and like we said last week, Colt Ford's responsible for some, some country songs that you might not know. Um, right. But, you know, j- check him out. Uh, he's a little bit, a little different. If, you know, if you're into classic country, yeah. you might not yeah. like Colt Ford. But Have you guys been uh, up there to see that room yet? Mary Beth and Tom. We're at the, the back room. Back, the back seat. Uh, Grill, that new big building they got out Yeah, back. we have been there. Wow, it's huge. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be pretty monster. cool. Yeah. Places like you and them are just stealing my heart away. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up at the Monument, downtown Winchester on the 24th, the Reagan Years, which is an 80s dance party. Yeah. Are you going to be there? Are you going to be there? <laughs> I might. This Friday say. night? I might be. Yeah, yeah I might be there. Right down Brian's alley. You out. love 80s music, don't you? Of course. Mary Beth, of course, you're right. Yeah, I love yeah, the hair, too. Put your disco gear on. Yeah. yeah, right. You know. <laughs> See, Chris, I'm not the only one. <laughs> there you go. On the 25th uh, is a Latin night with DJ Georgie. Right. So uh, the, the cool thing that the monument does um, that we've been 
uh, telling you guys about is they do have DJs every now and then, and there might be one of the few places here in Winchester that regularly have a DJ. Right. Uh, so go check out DJ Georgie on the 25th for a Latin night at the Paladin in Stephen City. On the 24th are the Smugglers. Right. And then at P2 in Clearbrook on the 24th is Mr. Brian Stutzman. And Mr. Jimmy Lee is on the 25th. What yeah, a lineup, man. Yeah, that's great. Both friends of the show, for sure. So that's cool. Yep. Uh, Piccadilly Public House, downtown Winchester, of course. On the 24th, Mr. Daryl Marini. And on the 25th, Acoustic Soul. Right. Uh, and then Box... Bright sorry, Box. Bright mm-hmm. Box mm-hmm. Theater on the 24th. I'm at Box Office, see? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's stuck <laughs> in your head, right? Bright Box Theater, downtown Winchester. Not Strasburg. Uh, on the 24th is Brian Shepard Band with yeah. Alan Boyd. Yeah, they talked about that on our show a couple of weeks ago. They were really excited about this. I bet that's going to be a great night. Now, remind me, because I wasn't on that show, right. if you remember. Right. You were uh, busy. Usually, it's Alan Boyd and the Waysiders with Brian Shepard, but this is now the Brian Shepard Band. Right. Exactly backwards, yes. And it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Alan was actually looking forward to it. He hadn't been out with Brian's band, it sounded like, for a while, so he was looking forward to doing some stuff with them. should be a lot of fun. And then uh, Saturday at Brightbox on the 25th is Ruth's Tea Room. What do you know about them? So I put that on there. I know even my wife, Robin, kind of asked me a question about that a while ago when I was putting a, the menu together. Uh, Ruth's Tea Room was actually a gathering establishment uh, from the early 20th century uh, on through uh, the mid-50s, and it has a lot of history in Winchester. So I know folks out there like to do, um, you know, look back at what history we had in the city of Winchester, and this is kind of an important time. So, I thought we ought to put it on here to let people know if they want to take in a little bit of a there you go of the past. Uh, they could stop in at, at Brightbox on Saturday night. Got a couple of shout-outs. I'm going to get out, Chris. If you got a minute, you don't mind, do you? Yeah, I guess. Oh. Not. <laughs> a couple of. I'm going to ask you to look up our Facebook page while I'm talking to you, if you don't mind. But uh, I want to give a shout out to Sandra Carr from Black Bear Media. Uh, Sandra reached out to us. She's actually the one that put us in Tom uh, in touch with Tom Martin. And she's been really important about getting us, uh, getting our name out there and also helping us find artists to be on the show. And she's also working on a, uh, like a media page. She's, she does advertising and helps uh, sort of uh, maybe manage, um, you know, uh, people with their getting the word out. I don't know what word I'm looking for. I'm kind of fumbling here. Sorry about that, Sandra. But I know you're doing a great job. It's Black Bear Media. You can look on our Facebook page and see her work. Uh, she's going to put the menu for us up every week, and she'll have her logo in the bottom right corner. So make sure you check that out. I also want to give a shout-out to Pop Pop Mark. Uh, open mic uh, is going to continue at Dividing Creek Brewery. The next one is March the 16th, and he wanted to make sure that we uh, got that out there, and he also thanked us for that. The reason why I wanted you to bring up our Facebook page, Chris, is there's, a, there's an event coming up uh, that was posted by... Um, oh, my gosh. Um, about the show coming up for the Teats. Um, help me with that. Oh, yeah. The, it's a 49 Winchester. The 49 Winchester show. Uh, yep. Low Water Bridge. And there's one other. Um, yeah. I'll look it up before the end of the show. Yes. Yeah, so make sure we'll we get that on there because they were kind enough to get us out, get that out to us. I want to make sure we get some, some pub. It's in, in May the 19th, I think, um, yep. from yep. my memory. But we want to make sure that we let them, everybody know about that show because it's very, very important. Katie Teach Bradsaw, of course, is someone who passed away recently. Um, they are local, um, a local family that's been in the Frederick County area for years. So we want to support everything they do. Um, so make sure you check that out. Um, and Chris, we'll talk more about that towards the end of the show, if you don't mind. Sounds good, Brian. Hey, well, that's the end of the menu. I'm going to fold it up, and we're going to bring it back out next week. Outstanding. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so we got Tom and Mary Beth. Thanks again, guys, for being here, for letting us be here, and for you guys being here. 
Um, we're looking out here tonight. It's, it's a Wednesday night, and you got people, lots of people actually, actually enjoying this craft beer that you have here. I'm having a glass of Prohibition, which is really delicious. So tell me how all this started. How did, how did it happen? <laughs> I'll let you tell that. <laughs> well, I guess I've been making, well, she actually bought me a beer kit probably 15 years ago. So I was more of a wine snob at the time. So I didn't want, really want anything to do with it. So I put it away for a couple of years. And then my son said, come on, dad, let's make some beer. So we did it in the garage and, you know, it turned out to be pretty good. So we started making more beer and more beer and started going to more breweries as we went to wineries as well. And all of a sudden, this theater, her and I were born and raised in Strasburg. We're oh, were you really? Okay. Yeah, we're okay. high school sweethearts. We've been married Aww. 41 years. Hard to believe next month. Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. And it, um, <laughs> so anyway, she said, you know, um, this old theater came available, and uh, I didn't even know it was here. Um, it had been boarded up. Um, wow. So um, it came available, and she said, you know, you really ought to think about putting a brewery in there. And I said, I was retired. Really? Yeah. Okay. From civil engineering in Winchester. And, um, she, I said, Mary Beth, I can, go, I can go to any brewery and spend $50, go home and not worry about a thing and sleep just fine. Why would I do that? And she said, because if someone opens one in your hometown, you're going to be yeah. upset. And that's what triggered it. Ah, uh, boy. She Our better me. halves are smarter than me. us. I told him, I said, if you don't do it, somebody will. Yeah. So was it, was it worth it coming out of retirement for? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's good and bad, more good than bad. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, we're a full restaurant here, um, so you know, we have we have tough days as, as all restaurants do, but at the same time, we have great days. You know, I walk in here each and every day and look up and sort of pinch myself, like, man, I can't believe this is ours. But you know, but then other days it's like, what was I thinking? Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> now, was that always the case, Mary Beth, where you guys, you know, said that you wanted to have a brewery, but then it turned into some sort of uh, more of a restaurant than you originally planned or was it always kind of that restaurant bar type of brewery feel no i i believe it's always been the brewery um but when everyone heard that he was opening a brewery it was what kind of food are you going to have oh really and so that's what added the restaurant component um but we're still a brewery gotcha we're brewery number one restaurant number two you know. Curious, Tom, or yeah. Mary Beth, for that reason, was there any pushback about opening a brewery on Main Street? Was there any guff about that? Well, not Main Street. Um, it was, I mean, we had a few locals that said it would never, we'll give them a year, they'll be out of business. You know, yeah, there were some, na- yeah, yeah. some naysayers. But the town at the time, six years ago, was decimated. I mean, it, was, it looked terrible. It was just in horrible shape. Really? And when we announced that six years ago, something took off. And there might have been 10 to 15 vacancies downtown. But after we made that announcement within the year, I have businesses stopping in here saying, find me a slot in this town. So they did a, a facade upgrade, changed the whole downtown. We were a major part of that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, the town actually did a study years ago. And out of the top 10, it was James Madison University students that actually did the study. Okay. And out of the top 10, well, top five, Brewery was listed as one of the components um, or businesses to come to downtown. Wow. I think ice cream was another, mm-hmm. maybe a florist. Or, yeah. Well, I, I would say that your timing is impeccable. And you're talking six years ago, right? So, uh, and you bought the theater or you're leasing it? We buy it. We bought it. Okay. So, six yeah. years ago, I would say that it was probably in pretty good shape to buy as far as the market went. As far as and the market. Then, and yeah. then COVID yes. happened. So, that's kind of rough on any business, though, right? Right. Uh, how'd you guys work through that? Was it okay? Or was it 
you know, kind of successful? Were you able to adapt a little bit? Well, we followed all the rules. Let me just say that. Right, um, right. And that was it, hard. It, it, it was, but the local community did stand behind us. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when we introduced canned beer. And you probably want to probably address that a little bit and to-go orders. Nice. So it allowed us to also add some different components to the business model. Right, which we, we probably hadn't thought of before. Yeah, we did not right. have the you could come in, pick up, that sort of thing. Right. Gotcha. Okay, very cool. When you Okay, so we're going to rewind a little bit further. The history of this building is it was built in one of the, say, the late 19-teens, right? Like 1918, something like that. The front part in the lobby right where the double doors are, was built in 1918. That's and what he I thought, added yeah. this in 1920. Okay, so it's it's over 100 years old now. Yep. Um, it's been a, mainly a theater, but other things as well. When you walked in, Tom, what sort of <laughs> building did you walk into? What, what did it look like? It was totally destroyed. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. They, it looked nothing like this. The floors were dirt. Uh, the walls were all plastered wow. and, and fallen to the floors. Um, the only thing that was really... In the greatest of shape was the original stamped ceiling, which yeah, I love. Yes, it's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah the, wow. uh, the balcony which was there was gone. It had, it was destroyed. The stage had fallen into a dressing room full of water. And you know, we, when we bought this thing, the next day when I walked in here, I looked back and I said, "What in the hell am I thinking? <laughs> yeah. What was I thinking? I'm retired? Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> you had to have a vision. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. But we went big from the very beginning. We decided to. The, the brewery part, the brew house, oversize it. At the same time, we oversized our kitchen. So that we most breweries, the majority of them that are successful, they they make revisions and add-ons in later in years. But we decided just to do it all one time, so there we wouldn't go. be able. To, yeah, and it's worked out. And a lot of people have said that too. Um, a lot of business friends of ours that have put together new businesses have gone that big and. They always say, always say it pays off in the yeah, end. Yeah, that's right. Instead of having a backup and closed part and, yeah, build right. onto it later. Yeah, and we never envisioned this being a music venue. It's, I mean, it's an event center, and we didn't plug that into the business model when we first did this. I got you. Yeah, I was wondering about that a little bit. You, on your brewing part of it, mm-hmm. did you start out um, – one or two formulas that you made? How, how, I, I know we nothing about out, brewing beer, so, you know. We started out with four formulas. Okay. And, um, and so a little bit of a history here. I'm the majority owner here, and, and my buddy Carl Ralston um, in Woodstock is my minority owner. Okay. But Mary Beth runs the show. Gotcha. <laughs> the boss. She's HR. She there takes care of all the, the feds, the state, sure the paperwork. She makes sure everybody gets paid. There you go. But anyway... Um, I'm so I basically run a show here, and it's I don't know. It's I forget what was your question. Well, the question was about you started oh, out with about started, four yes. formulas, but yes. and, and I'm finding out how you build upon that. So go ahead. Yeah. Well, so our our uh, our brewer Hunter is 30 years old, a JMU graduate biology. And, okay. Um, he actually brews in the Woodstock Brew House and here. That's okay. part of the the agreement that I have. Carl owns the Woodstock Brew House. Understand. Uh, and I'm the majority owner here. So we share supplies, we share yeast, we share grains, we share, you know, everything. It just saves us a pile of money. Sure. Um, in Woodstock, you know, I shouldn't be promoting Woodstock. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's Lawyer's Row. They drink a lot of lagers. Um, in the northern Shenandoah area, we drink a lot of ales. So we're more on the ale side. But none of the beers that are brewed there and brewed here are the same. Okay. Um, so Hunter's got 40 beers on tap. I was going to say, yeah. And he's developed the formulas, and Carl taught him. Uh, Carl's been brewing for 40 years. Uh, he brewed in college, and he taught 
Hunter in his garage out of brew beer. And wow. Yeah, so that's, a, it's, and he's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, people do love the beer yeah. and the food and the venue. It's a yeah. trifecta. It's, yeah. Now, six years ago, when you, um, and a lot of people, when you talk about opening a brewery, they're like, uh, the market's saturated. It's saturated. There's too many breweries. There's too many wineries. Adding one more is just going to be crazy. Six years ago, was that something that you guys ran into as well? Um, not here. You want, you want to talk? No, no, no. no go ahead. You, keep oh. No, not here. I mean, not in Strasburg. And I'll be honest with you, there was a lot of people, including some businesses that said, it'll never work here really? in Strasburg, you know. But it's exploded and it's this it's this it's made this town we're a, we're a destination now from northern virginia mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market and uh, when we first opened, we knew 90% of the people. We don't know 10% now. <laughs> and, and we hold a lot of events. We hold a lot yes. of events. Kitchen staff, they're unbelievable. And yeah. they'll set up a buffet. Yeah. We've had, uh, what, 125 uh, Virginia cyclists come in, Bicycle yeah. Virginia. Nice, okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. and, and class reunions, yeah. anniversaries, even the, even the funeral home. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We've got a funeral coming in Monday. It's and the stage so. you're setting on right here is the original stage. That's what I read. The yes. original material. It was setting to your left, and it had it collapsed. So we pulled it out, dried it, and, and run it through a planer, and this is how it turned out. And you have a bowling alley for a bar top too, right? That was uh, the Lucky Strikes bowling. <laughs> yeah, that's lane, what I thought. Was, yeah, yeah. And my dad, dad, who's going to be 94 this Saturday. Oh, happy birthday, sir. He. Uh, Actually, sat the pins up as a kid. That's yeah, really, on those bowling yeah. lanes. What a great so story! So I've got his signature up there on the bar. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is is you know you talked about how people said maybe it won't work. You talked about how it exploded. I think a lot of that is your presentation. I mean, you guys did this right, right? And I think you had the vision between the two of you to know what it should look like, right? And how to sort of you know take a risk because you're making a big place here yep. but i mean folks you can't see it again i know but when you walk in here it's it it plays on the heritage of the building but it's also wide open it's got a nice big bar area um i mean it's just laid out uh, almost exactly like you would want right so congratulations on knowing how to do that well thank you and, and i know you was talking about COVID and how that changed us but the venue was so big with these tall ceilings and and we of course we took a lot of tables out but we, we had talked yep. to N- numerous people and they felt safe yeah, yeah. coming yeah, because in because they didn't feel like it was space. close quarters during COVID yeah. understood so, yeah. yeah before we move on from the building I have two questions exactly two uh, and one's for Tom since you're a civil engineer retired civil engineer uh, were you by chance involved in any structural work here well uh, yeah yeah, well, with the renovation. No, I well, I hired a structural engineer, and I because that's a, it's a commercial building. Oh, okay. Um, yep. Yeah, I was a project manager in Winchester. I worked for a civil engineering firm, but I wasn't a licensed structural engineer. I understood. So I had to get an architect and a, and a structural engineer out of uh, Verona, mm-hmm. and they did it. They all they did was just give us a footprint, 
didn't show what this place would look like on the inside, and we just ran with it, and it, and it worked out. That was a structural engineer asking you if yeah. you designed it. So <laughs> oh, that's that, what he does. That's, oh, okay. that's the first question. I gotcha. was just curious because gotcha. I see these beautiful exposed beams, right? Yep. So yep. Uh, that looks like something an engineer would do. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then my other question is, on the walls, are these original oil paintings on the side? Are the they original oil? murals from 1920, yeah. That's amazing. And yeah. They've made it this long. They've never yeah. been restored. Never no. been restored. So all we did was, like, this is Signal Knob right here. And yes, Shenandoah it is. Rivers behind the brew tanks, and they uh, we just put a uh, a ceiling on it to hold them together, right. and put plexiglass over them with holes in it to allow the breathe, allow it to breathe, and it uh, they've stayed intact. That's awesome. And, uh, we're be, we're getting ready to have a five year anniversary here before long, so they're still holding on. Wow. And and you make sure you take a look at the movie posters that are in the lobby. I was going to ask you about those. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that on your website as well That's that you right. had found. 125 of them yeah, or something like that? There's yeah, still more up there. Wow. <laughs> There's more. I can't get them all out. And they're all from like the 30s. 30s and uh, 1933 and 34. All wow. Yeah. And they were supposed to return them. <laughs> <laughs> but they had them, uh, they used them as a sheathing to separate uh, insulation from the metal upside down. They were just running back the rafters. One right on top of each other. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Wow. What yeah. a treasure and, to find them. And they're not just Strasburg. They yeah. include Woodstock, Winchester, really? Palace Theater. Yeah. Because William Dalk, who started Dalk Family Theaters, sure, yeah. owned them all. Yeah. So he just used them all. My and the three theaters in Winchester burnt to the ground in the 60s, late they 60s. They sure did, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, they sure did. The palace, I remember. Yep. I don't remember it, but I remember the stories, and I've read about it. So That's yep. just wild where you can find history, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We're still finding insulation. it. It's amazing yeah. we're still finding it. You're right, you know, you're right. So you get it open, and yep. you're making beer, and people are coming in, and then you decide to do one of my favorite things you put music in yeah how cool is that yeah. now how did, was that something that you already knew you were going to do yeah we knew we wanted um we wanted to we wanted music we started out with just solo musicians sure but it you know people asked, started asking for more so we started duos trios now they want full bands right you know? right i mean so we don't do many solo acts except for maybe two or three and i i get six requests a week i mean it is stressful <laughs> to me to try to you know, we're booked solid through spring of 2024. Oh, you really? Yep. And I'll yeah. start booking in July, and I'll be done with 2024 in August. So They, they all want to wow. play here, and we're fully licensed. Uh, yeah, fully licensed. Yeah. You have so, to be. That's so, important, too. That's yeah. fabulous. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it has. we've noticed just by doing the, the menu each week is you guys are getting full bands. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and kudos to whoever does your website. It's always, uh, is it you, Tom? Yeah, I don't know. It's always laid out. It's always laid out for weeks. Yeah, weeks at a time are laid up there. It's real easy to know who's coming. Well, that's good. I love it. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we made a, you know, we decided January and February tends to be the slowest months of the year. So we upped the ante this year and got bigger bands, and it's paid off in January and February. So. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, and I've looked through your schedule before, and we'll definitely get to your schedule and what's coming up. But, um, I realized when you said you're booked out over a year, I understand that because your New Year's Eve is booked out over three years? Is no. Two years, maybe? No, we book that on a yearly basis. Okay. Yeah, no, we don't book that way because we're not sure who we're going to get. But right, right. We're not even sure we're going to do it this year. It's, I'm, I might have checked it before last year, have. but Robbie Lyman was here for New Year's Eve this two, year, right? Two years in a row. Yeah. Was that a he's uh, so great? Was that a party and a half, or how'd oh, that go? Is. He's it's fabulous. He <laughs> is. He really is. He's such a nice band. guy. Yeah. yeah. And they put their whole band on the stage. Yep. They do. You people can't see this, but what we got? <laughs> Fifteen by twelve. Probably. Yeah, something like that. And they we get six Tight. piece bands on there. Tight. 
And the Chris Darlington band is another one out of Winchester. Man, sure. they have just exploded in here, and he's in here in March and April. Yeah. And so the big bands we book every quarter. That's, nice. how we, that's how we do it on a Saturday night. Nice. So, when yeah. we started, Mary Beth, you kind of told me a neat little story about yourself. I did. Uh, that's li- yeah, you did. That's linked to music. You actually were oh, taught to yeah, play at a very young age the guitar by. Eight. Tell us, tell who taught you. Uh, it was a Catholic nun. Uh, How about that? Yeah, I went to the Catholic church in Woodstock, and my dad did just walk in. By the way, he's over there. <laughs> he's over there ordering a beer. Oh, I see him. Yeah. And um, and so my brother and I both we took guitar. So I learned from a nun. Yep. <laughs> And you mentioned you Fourth didn't actually grade. stick with it for because you get older and you have other yeah. things, but you have a love of music, right? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, I, I wish I would have done more with it, but I, I got involved in athletics as well. Oh, but, good. Okay. But I did play up until probably about seventeen um, for church every Very Sunday. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, we we do praise and worship. You. Yeah, we, yeah, sure do. It's important. Yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. So um, you mentioned Tom earlier uh, about the Northern Shenandoah Valley mm-hmm. uh, being in you know spe- a specific region. Right. Is there something that you um, specifically try to pinpoint as far as music genres, or is it just kind of anything that feels right? Well, it's it's. It's the big revenue bands that, you know, we have to reach certain numbers on a weekly basis in order to be stay afloat. I shouldn't say stay afloat. We stay afloat. But sure. anyway, just, you know, the, we, I know what the bands are that, make the, that people want and get the biggest revenue. So we book them first. And it varies. It goes, you know, country. And Alan Boyd, he's a big player in here, you know, classical country, which I love. And um, it can be uh, classic rock. It can be a bluegrass. It, it, it's, it, we, it varies. We just that, don't stick to one one certain. That statement right there yeah. proves that you've been a project manager for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's probably true. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. yeah, we hear great things. Everybody that we talk to, like I said, has mentioned how much they love playing here. So it's good to hear that you're getting them. They're not. You're not. You're booking them way out. They're clamoring to be here, and I, I can understand why. Yeah. You got a schedule coming up that looks pretty busy. Yep. Um, I don't remember who this weekend is. Chris, I think you have it in front of you. Who is I that? I do, I do. On the 24th, that's Friday, is Shockwave. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't had Shockwave. Not yet, yeah, but they've been around a long time. And they, they're really have. good. They've been up and down the valley for years and years and years. So, yep. yep. And then the 25th, of course, is uh, Ryan Jewell. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Big we've con- got him coming up. Yeah, yep. Ryan Jewell will be on the podcast next week. Great. Uh, okay. For the, yeah, for those of you guys who uh, are Ryan Jewell fans, we so are. Tune, yeah. tune in for that. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we have Robbie Lyman coming up, and like I said, Chris Darlington's coming in. Uh, five of a kind. Uh, Robbie Lyman's in here twice a month next month. So you know, and the Chris Darlington's band's here. Alan Boyd's here. Wow, nice. And you do have a good lineup. Yep. In the end of March, we do have a DJ coming. The town puts on a, a decades dance. It's called Vintage in the Valley Festival. Oh, very cool. cool. Okay. And it's open to the public. There's no cover charge, and that will be a DJ playing. That night. Nice. Okay. Mark, Mark great. Summers. Mm-hmm. Is it just the evening or is it all day long or how's that work? The uh, decades dance is the kickoff from okay. 7 to 10 p.m. Okay, and then gotcha. Saturday is the Vintage in the Valley Festival. Okay. And we'll feature yeah. the Strasburg restaurant, Virginia restaurant. And I think up. another <laughs> reason we're, we're you know, busy here is we don't charge a cover. We never have, never will, as well, far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it makes a big difference. I mean, we just, we, we made that decision that we don't want to do that. Right. So if we right. can continue to be successful then we won't yeah i mean from a music lover to uh business owners we really really appreciate that um obviously you have to make the numbers work on your end which is why so many businesses do covers uh and limiting occupancy and stuff like that but uh 
yeah. that is such an awesome service that you guys provide without a without a cover for yeah. live music. For yeah, sure. that's upsetting that I have to turn people down. You know, it really is some, some musicians that I really would like to get in here and give them a try. Everybody's trying to get their foot in the door by just, I've only got so many slots. Yeah. Well, and we also have open mic. Yes. Um, well, you know, Sundays, a lot of new right? talent, fresh every talent Sunday. comes in every Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From uh, six to nine. And it's busy. And, and it's family friendly here. And, you know, it, it's just fun to watch. Very you know, cool. We have all ages dancing, literally. We've Including had two year olds band. up to 80, so <laughs> and my dad. It's true. Oh, my. He's here. <laughs> so, my first love is the music, but my second love, as you can tell by the size of me, is I love to eat. And you have great food here. Tell us a little bit about your menu yeah. and what you sort of work on go there. Ahead. No, go for it. <laughs> well, we're, we've been voted uh, best wings in the valley nice. uh, two years in a row. And we're probably going to be starting to offer a Wednesday wing special. Awesome. Um, and and trivial on Tuesdays. Um, everything's good. The brick oven pizza. Um, we have a kids menu as well. Um, salads, burgers. It's all just the all meats. good. We smoke everything here. Yeah. Um, all the turkey, the the pork, uh, the beef. We smoke it all. So and we get we get it all from a local from Crabers. That's know. awesome. Wow. We try and to we keep make the sauces. Local. Yeah, and so now we're working on uh, the grains goes to a local farmer um, who has uh, pigs. We give it to him. We don't charge him for it. But we've got a cattle farmer that says, "Hey, give me your, give me your grains, and we'll uh, we'll feed it to our cattle, and then you'll be locally sourcing your own the beef that we'll give you from the grains, which is going to open up a whole new venue for us." Now, wow. for the, the for the people that aren't familiar with brewing, the grains you're saying are spoils from your brewing process, correct? So there, there's no alcohol in it. It's junk to you. It's yeah, it's it's well, we make dog biscuits out of it. You can't eat it. We have baked it before, right? It's, okay. yeah, but I mean, it can be used. It's a sweet grain, has no alcohol in it. It's the next step that has the alcohol. But and, man, but what, there's a list of farmers that want the product. Yeah. And they love it. It's like candy. What yeah. a fantastic story, though, of yeah. supporting local. Yeah. And you guys are local to yeah. this area, obviously, yeah. and you, you're attached to it. Right. So going to get your, your meat from somebody who makes it here close, and yeah. then even as far as taking your, your uh, byproduct of your brewing process. Yeah. And dispersing it, selling it, whatever yeah. you do to it, to local farmers. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, the funny thing is it's a sweet grain. So they found that when they, the cattle know when it's coming. So they beat the size of the trucks to get it. <laughs> so that, that's all they want then. And so they've had to mix it with regular grain or else they won't eat the regular grain. Wow. How about that? <laughs> yeah. I learned something tonight. I love that when we yeah. do that for sure. Yeah. Tom, I got to ask you a question. Or actually, I got to just make a statement. It's, it's obvious. Retirement's over. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> At least for a while. <laughs> Holy cow! All that stuff you were just telling me about—it's nonstop. I tell you, but it's—it's it's worth it. It's—it's it's, you know to, to watch this town come back to life has been just a blessing to us. Yeah. I mean, we've born and raised here, and it's—it it was in awful shape. So yeah. Strasburg class of what? Well, I'm 78. I'm 79. Oh, okay, all right. Very cool. There's a little rivalry there. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> just a little. Go Rams! I was yeah. a senior, Go and he Rams. asked me to homecoming. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, that's all right. Confidence, <laughs> man. I like it. I like that. Uh, what did we miss, guys? What is what is something we didn't touch on that you really, you know, we need to get out there? You know, I think everyone needs to come see the place. Yeah. I, I love talking about the history and yeah. um, just seeing what he's done, you know, yeah. with repurposing lumber and yeah. and so forth. So It's ever-changing. I mean, we have 18 beers on tap. We have four local ciders, and we serve local wine from two local wineries that puts our label on it. So, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so that's something that I noticed, too. Um, 
that you guys don't just sell beer. A lot of breweries you go in, either you like our stuff or you don't, and right. if you don't, get out. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But you guys have wine and cider both. Yep. So um, what an awesome yeah. medley of yeah. things that people can, you know, invest in. And like you said, it's it's family friendly as well. Mm-hmm. You have food. You have regular beverages. Um, so bring the family. Come hang out. Like I said, the first time I come in this building uh, and just, you know, at the surface, it's not much. But when you start digging into it, when you start digging into the details of this stage came from, that painting has been there since 19 whatever you know you guys rebuilt the balcony right the the stainless steel brew tanks are literally <laughs> a, across a knee yeah. wall you're sitting right amongst them. you can yeah. see it you are in the brewery drinking the beer that's yeah. made here yep i mean such a phenomenal place it really is you could literally move the tables out of here and hang baskets on each end and have a game <laughs> without any trouble at all folks i'm telling you this place is awesome <laughs> we do indoor cornhole in the there, you yeah. there you go yeah we take the tables out and plenty of room local fundraising yeah. And there's going to be a casino night next yeah. month. Nice. Yeah. See, you guys are creative, and I love that. That's what makes this place work is yep. because you're putting your mind to work. Tell and me about it, that. Yeah, yeah. The Rotary Club actually sponsors that, and it totally transforms. Yep. They'll have horse races over against the wall where all the brewing equipment is, uh, roulette, uh, wow. blackjack tables. Oh, yeah. The conference room in the front will turn into our little speakeasy poker room. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, wild. And it's all for benefit of the Rotary. Rotary Club, yeah. yep. Tick- so tickets are on ticket, sale. You buy a ticket and you get cool. fun money. You know, they're not playing with real money. Yeah. Sure. It's fun money. And then it's a, like I said, it's, it's a fundraiser for those guys. And they're good people. And they support us and we support them. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So what, when is that again, Mary Beth? It's you know? March 17th. March 17th. So St. Patrick's Day. St. Yep. Patrick's Day. Very cool. Good night to have that for sure. Have you ever done radio? No, I have not. You got a great speaking voice. You really do. It's good on. It, Everybody it, it, thinks I sing, really but I can't. Well, you speak well. It sounds good on. It's going to sound great on the pod for sure. Everybody thinks she's from Texas. <laughs> nope, Strasburg. Strasburg, Virginia. Yeah, that's it. That's a good place to come from. I'm going to tell you. Well, Chris, I think we've covered it all. Yeah. Yes, we have. Um, man, like I said, uh, we you got to get down here. You got to get down to Strasburg yes. if you're from the Winchester area. I know that. Um, Brian and I are even from the northern end of Frederick County, but I guarantee you, you can make the trip um, once or twice uh, here in the very near future to see some great music, to get some great food, and of course, some great beer here at yep. Box Office yep. Brewery. Uh, Brian reminded me that I need to tell you guys about this Katie Comfort House, uh, Katie's Comfort House uh, Country Music Fest. Like I said, it is 49 Winchester with uh, Taylor Honeycutt and Low Water Bridge Band. Yeah. And what it looks like is that Low Water Bridge Band is the opening band, if yeah. that tells you anything. Right. Um, the 49 Winchester is actually booked for the Grand Ole Opry for the second or third time. Wow. So uh, they're a great band. And, again, this is going to be in the Backseat Event Center. Now, v- some of the tickets might seem a little expensive, but that's because you're getting one great entertainment and two, you're supporting Katie's Comfort House right. uh, as well, which just as a very, very brief overview is um, a, a group that has gotten together after Katie passed away to uh, raise money to buy and purchase a house for folks with cancer, terminal uh-huh. cancer to go to. And instead of being in the hospital and being somewhere they're not comfortable, but it's also somewhere where they can get that support uh, awesome. and, and be peaceful there. So yes. wow. look Look up Katie's Comfort House. Please do that. They're all over Facebook. Um, but the VIP tickets, now the VIP tickets are $200, but you also get a meet and greet with all the van- the bands. Like I said, Grand Ole Opry guys, of course, Low Water Bridge Band, who's great, and Taylor Honeycutt's entire band. Um, 
You also get a private loft that has their own bathrooms, which is upstairs at their new event center. Uh, it's, it's got a private bar, wait staff, finger foods, and you get a couple free drinks with that. Yeah, yeah, how uh, cool is that? Now, if you don't want to spend two hundred dollars a ticket, you can get fifty dollars tickets uh, for general admission. So, uh, again, what date is this? I think it's May, May the nineteenth. May nineteenth. Right? Yeah. May nineteenth. So mark your calendars and just keep keep tuned in for that. Heck yeah, man! Pack the place, everybody. Um, you know what? This is the time in our lives right now. We need to help each other, and we got so much other stuff going on in this world where we're at each other's. Um, worse, you know, our worst comes out of this too often, and this is a great way to show that we care in the Winchester area. So let's come out and support this wonderful cause, and uh, that's May the 19th for Katie's Comfort House. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. Sure. Tom and Mary Beth, thank you guys so much. You were amazing. Thanks for having us. Thank no, you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Oh, appreciate course, your treatment. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Chris, yep. Glad you're here, brother, and I'm glad your son Noah was with us too. That's pretty cool. And your he's wife, cutie. yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, he's he's in Gam Gam's arms right now. Yeah. He's not going very far. And your is wife he? Whitney's here too. So we got the whole gang down here. Well, anyway, folks, thanks for joining us tonight, Chris. Thank you again. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. All right, and folks, until we meet again, peace. <laughs>